1: What is up people at home How often do I do that like every you other always podcast. every
0: other bit is a singing bit I can't even I can barely yeah. hear you I'm still watching this trailer Oh it's just cool <laughs> <laughs> well, What's yeah, up guys we, we, we made
2: we made Jack uh watch the trailer for Dreams on PlayStation before well, simultaneously
0: starting the episode. Yeah, so. I probably
1: should have waited till the episode was over. No, it's, yeah. it's
0: too late. I'm in it. I'm in it. Play your dreams but, and but, share your own. Shape your own. I don't yeah. know how to read.
2: Yeah. So What is up, guys? Yeah, what is up, my nerds? Yeah,
1: you're watching slash listening to the Brain Boggle Podcast with BB and Jay. Yeah. And I am your bros before hoes, B. Nice. Bobby. That's a
2: great... That's a great one. I am your black pill to be Oh, Brent, that's so good. I'm destined for loneliness. That's um, so good. <laughs> and I am
0: uh, just Jay Jack.
2: Oh, here you go. He's just Jay.
1: Just Jay. Just Jay. He's I like it. just Jay. Well, okay, so the real uh, that's some
0: total chat energy right there. I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been thinking of uh, of that bit for half the day now because this morning I was listening to a podcast where they had special guests. And they introduced, they were like, oh, why don't you introduce yourselves? And the guests were like, oh, I don't know how, blah, blah, blah. And then one of them made a joke by introducing himself as like Goofy G. Like, Mm -hmm. his name was Gus and it was Goofy Gus. And I was like, I was like, oh, now I feel bad about our whole, like, however many episodes we have of like, bit. And it's getting memed on, it's getting goofed on. What does that say about us? Hey, listen, listen,
1: we started the trend, all right. Started the trend. I love it personally. I, I you know, I was listening to uh, some podcasts this morning too, and they're like they have this like intro. Every episode is the same thing, and I'm like, you know what? I like that we shake it up every episode. Mm-hmm.
2: I like it. You could say it's creative. You could say it's disorganized. <laughs> you could say it's um, lack of forethought. <laughs> I choose to go creative. Same creative intros, baby.
1: Now, if you didn't read the title of this episode before you clicked on it. We're talking about incels today. Yes. Yes. Before we get into it. Yeah. Before we get into it, boys, I want to give a quick little shout out to our new website. Mm. Brainboggledpodcast.com.
2: Yes. Brainboggledpodcast.com.
1: Yes. You can go there and check out all our social media. enough
0: things to plug yet.
1: Yeah. Well, this is going to make it easier because you can go check that one place out and we've got everything on that website. One stop shop, baby. One stop shop. You can go to brainboggledpodcast.com slash shop to check out our merch. And you can also check out all our episodes and all our memes, everything in one place. Yep. And my favorite part about it, boys, Mm -hmm. the brain blog. Brain blog? Brain blog? What is the brain blog? Brain blog. The the brain blog is your one-stop shop for any (laughs) visuals. Everything's just a one-stop shop. Everything's a (laughs) one-stop shop. (laughs) Every <laughs> so it, we're gonna be you know referencing certain things on episodes sometimes we'll be like go check it out on patreon now you'll be able to check it out on the brain blog which you can see every week and uh so yeah go to com and you can check all that stuff out
0: yeah um anywho bobby i hate to be mm. that guy um what? but the sweatshirts are not on the website
1: not yet no i had okay. to re-upload everything and uh, but, uh I am i'm working a on it
0: right now actually
1: yeah I-
2: my yes, brain, well, Bobby's got ones. his shirt on. Oh yeah, I got I almost my shirt. Wore my shirt today, but I spilled some uh, chana masala on awesome. it last night. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's
1: funny is that every other episode, you're wearing the shirt, and me and Jack aren't. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like did a little so opposite at thing. at least
0: we're... at least two of us in any combination yeah. are wearing the shirt mm. when we record. So yeah, before we
2: get dive real deep into this uh, hellhole, oh, uh, what do you boys know? Sorry, I lost my mic. What do you boys know if anything about? Uh, Incels and incel culture in uh, the like.
0: I know a lot about incels and incel culture. Oh, so yeah. Know. So so, so nice. I'll, I'll I'll hold off on saying like obviously because it would just be Too a, much, a lot. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so like but, but, but uh, let's hear from let's hear from Robert. Robert Yeah, I, I'm
1: definitely more in the dark on the incels thing. Um you know, I, I know a couple things. I know that there's some kind of weird community of people, and I know that there's like a special terminology for a lot of the, the people involved in this community uh but other than that i don't know much so yeah. i'm excited to dive in all
2: right so in case you're wondering what does incels mean it's a uh, a sort of a, a mashup of words a uh, portmanteau if you will oh. it stands for involuntary celibate so oh. <laughs> So yeah, it's the, it's so the
0: stupidest I stupidest mean, thing ever.
2: I mean, it kind of speaks for itself right there. So in case you don't know what either those two words mean, involuntary meaning not by your own choice, <laughs> and celibate meaning not having sex. Meaning a fucking
0: virgin.
2: So, yeah, basically, or or mm. someone who w- wants sex who feels like they're being denied it. You know. Okay. But um, d- interesting thing I found this particularly interesting is that the uh, incel community started out in a very different place than what it is now. Um, It was first coined back in the 90s by um, this uh, bisexual uh, student from, I believe, the University of Toronto. Her name was uh, Alana. She had started this website called Alana's Involuntary Involuntary Celibacy Project, which was created to be sort of like this safe space for people who are socially awkward or kind of weird didn't know how to like you know dates or whatever let's just say they're not
1: virgins by choice
2: that explains a lot
0: about the name because like it's more it's like a it it sounds like it started off to be like a, a quirky little like kind of ironic thing
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it it was really meant to be more of like a support group for people who felt this way. And her, her, she had coined the term "involcel." That's that's what she wanted to call it. (sighs) Okay, but then people kind of felt like, yeah, it was mouthful, and people said it kind of sounds like imbecile. So it's like Uh, a little too self-deprecating. Involcel. That's interesting.
0: Incel, though, it's really good. It's nice, and as we get into it too. In, very interesting that it was started by a woman.
2: That's what I mean. So, yeah. I mean, obviously. And she come, was
1: bisexual.
2: Yeah. So, right. as we're going to come to find, the community that we know as incels now is very different from this original community. Mm. While there's definitely, you know, men within that community, it was definitely a much more accepting of all different types of people, all sexualities, all racial backgrounds you know, all genders or gender gender identifications. It was much more of like a support group and there to be a positive environment, whereas we'll find very soon that the incel community that we know now is very much the opposite of it this. Was, it was
1: not a nudge environment. A not a nudge. Is that the word we were talking earlier? Like a negative neg. nudge? Neg. Yeah, negging. I was talking about negging earlier. It's a not nedge. a
0: neg. I feel like Brent <laughs> has said negging. Like, I feel like I've heard him say it maybe four or five times. And I've heard everyone else in the world say it maybe a total of once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I feel like
2: that's like a pretty well-known terminology, but I don't know. I I know what it means. Like, (laughs) like,
0: I'm sure lots of people know what it means, but nobody says it. And to put it into perspective, the only time I've ever heard it was when somebody was the first ever recorded um, series of images, like the first ever, like, movie was of a pickup artist um flirting with a girl and when i was in the video i was watching the guy said he's negging a girl and it was in the context you know the freaking early 20th century
2: that's funny because we're gonna be talking about pickup artists later they they are are
0: part of the uh that that is
2: that is part of this whole thing as we'll come to find
1: boys i'm ready let's 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 get into this
2: okay so i based a lot of this um research on um, there's this really great youtube video out there by this channel called contra points which is by this uh it's by natalie Wynn it's a really great uh channel there where she like really takes these really deep dives into these sort of things so i definitely recommend checking that out at some point um because she does a really great job of breaking this stuff down and also she, she, as a transgender woman, she like actually links like draws a lot of really interesting comparisons to other sort of like online communities around the trans community. Um, I have which seen that really interesting as well. Yeah, it's re- it's really good. It's really interesting, and um, I won't go into the, tr- the the trans community aspect of it as much because I. Do not have nearly the level of knowledge of that as she <laughs> does, as someone part of that community. Yeah. So definitely watch her video for that stuff. But yeah, we'll
1: link it in the brain blog.
2: Yeah, definitely. You're so so st- I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you were
0: so happy to say that, and I know you were. You had this dumb little smirk. See, here's the thing. Here's Don't the mind thing.
2: if I did. Don't mind if he did. See, now I, I wanted to call it brain boggled bloggled. I thought oh,
0: that would yeah, be I, fun.
1: We talked about that. Brain bloggled?
0: It's a little too cute.
1: It was uh, it was kind yeah, of long, too. I mean, I know, I know, but... Listen, listen, we'll let the people decide. You guys, let us know. We're doing a poll on the Patreon. We're doing a poll. <laughs> let us know. Brain bloggled or brain blog. It's up to you. Yeah,
2: okay. So, okay, so let's dive in. So modern incels, as we mentioned earlier, are very different. So, the modern incel community that has developed on the internet has become a community that, uh, made up of almost entirely men, almost entirely white men, uh. and... These people believe that due to external factors, including things like skull shape, race, height, etc., determine whether or not a woman will have sex with them.
1: Wait, there's like predetermined things that you can't control based on
0: the way you look. Yeah, they talk yes. a lot about like like jawline is one of the very specific ones that they talk. They talk about mm. jawline and like bone structure, yeah, bone bone structure how big your nose is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: this is part of the involuntary yes like, nature nature of this. That's a, a facet of it for sure. Yeah, it's
0: basically if they looked if they looked handsome or attractive, they would be having sex.
1: If they looked right. like a chad.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. Which, I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah, which that. the
2: incel obviously does not identify a cha- as a chad. You may be wondering what a chad is, but we'll definitely get there later. Whoa. We have a lot of terms to go through at it. Oh, level. I love it. I love it. <laughs> There's a lot of terminology to break down, but first um, so, incels believe that sex is their right, but women withhold it from them due to these external factors, and as a result, they're doomed to a life of sexlessness. Some of these external factors include, like I said before, just that their pure physical, their physical looks, whether they deemed to be, you know, of you know the highest echelon of manhood or whatever. Other factors include things like feminism. They believe that feminism has basically demasculated the man and has taken the control of sex away from men and given it to women, which has made them powerless in the decision-making <laughs> whether they get sex or not. I... I can't. I cannot with... Are you kidding it's, me? And Bobby, if you can't with this, it's going to get... It gets way, way worse. This is just the
1: foundation? This is,
2: this is just like base level in Seldom. Yeah.
1: This is the first I'm hearing about a lot of this. Yep. This is... This is... Are you kidding me? I don't even know what to say. Okay, like, so what's. So sex is not a right. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, so, sorry.
2: Some of the more extreme views believe that there should be state provided sex slaves or state provided girlfriends. State
0: mandated girlfriend. Where's my state
2: mandated <laughs> yes. girlfriend? Or the redistribution of sex, quote unquote. And that this, um, rape is the fault of women for withholding sex from men.
1: No, that I'm sorry, That is effed up. Are you course, kidding me? Of course that's wrong. But Are this you is something that me? they
2: actually believe. Yes. So obviously we, as you can see that the incel community is deeply misogynistic, deeply, um, terrible, terrible mindset. Um, Delusional. It's, yeah. It, it's My pretty, God. it's pretty, pretty awful. Um, wow. to say the least. Now, so, um, some of these incels justify their beliefs based on the works of some fringe social psychologists such, such as uh, Brian uh, Kill Martin who um, he had written some book or some lecture series. Um, I'm keeping it up right now, so don't mind me stalling for time. Um, he <laughs> had r- written something called the Shy Man Syndrome or the sh- uh, Love Shy. Oh, Love say, Shy.
0: I forgot about that yeah,
2: one. It's this terminology where it basically kind of like described this sort of like people who are, you know, quote unquote, love shy and don't know like how to interact in these sort of like social ways that basically makes them involuntarily yeah, celibate, love shy if like, you will.
0: It's like the opposite of of incel, In a in, in not well, not the opposite, but it's like incels are incels are involunt. It's involuntary, not for a lack of trying Whereas mm-hmm. Love Shy is involuntary because they don't try.
2: Right, exactly. So, this, this I see. Yeah. So, a lot of incels have sort of like latched onto like, you know, works like this as a way of justifying their sort of point of view. Cause they're like, oh, well, they're, look at this, you know, psychologist who wrote this thing about this. So, it's not my fault that, I, that it's like, science, this, people. Yeah. Or, you know, there's also a guy like Jordan Peterson who's become pretty well known today as one of these sort of people who is uh, sort of fueling the incel community by saying things like that there's a crisis of masculinity or a backlash against masculinity. Masculinity is under assault. And basically, you know, if men are pushed too hard to feminize, they will become more and more interested in harsh fascist politics, which um, in a way he's not wrong, but it also doesn't mean he, he argues that like because of that we shouldn't basically not basically he 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 argues that as a justification for kind of like shitty misogynist shit as opposed to being like yeah some of these shitty misogynist points of view become more radicalized because of these thoughts or whatever and but that we should be working to try to like you know fight against that sort of stuff or like not overreact
1: to it i guess
2: well also like i said he kind of uses like that sort of idea that like masculinity under assault quote unquote is you know making people become more fascist as a result we shouldn't you know question patriarchy or you know hmm. these sort of misogynistic points of view because it's making fascists. But I feel that kind of misses the point. Yeah. You know, like the, these are problems within our society that we need to take a look at. And just because some people kinda like react negatively to it doesn't mean we should just stop. Yeah. You know? Right. Like stop progress because it's making some angry dudes on the internet fascist. Right. Like, it's that's like, not the right thing. That's point not gonna solve to the being. root of the problem. Well, it's almost
0: right. like a self fulfilling prophecy in a way. Yeah. Because be, because they feel like they're under attack, they like they, they lash out and they use their own violent emotional response as evidence for the reason why they're mad you know right. like they're saying that's a they're, really they're good thing they're we should yeah. they're saying look at how mad we are because we are like like we're mad because this is bad and this is bad because we're mad is what it is yeah right right it's an endless cycle yeah
2: yeah it's not it's not great it's not great. So, let's um. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it really isn't. It's pretty bad. So, Jordan Peterson, thumbs down. Brian Kilmartin, I don't have as much of a strong opinion on, because I don't necessarily know if he meant... His, like, studies were meant to sort of, like, propagate this um, sort of inceldom,
0: but uh, it's was, definitely been used to that who, extent. Who, he was the one who... He did the Love Shy thing, right? He, yes. Yeah, yes. I would... I mean... Lo- love shy is very interesting cuz i i mm-hmm. don't really like to 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 like it it technically would fall under the incel like like definition because it is a form of involuntary celibacy i guess but mm-hmm. like when when you see like i've seen documentaries on like incels and like love shy and like different interviews with them um and like people who identify as love shy seem to be way more like gentler and less misogynistic and less like yeah because they because because the reason why they identify that is because they do like blame themselves
1: right Um, right at the end of the day they know that if they wanted to they really wanted to like they could like get the courage to go out into the world Um, and possibly find someone did you
0: watch that documentary where it was the girl following around the three different incels
2: Actually, I didn't. I didn't watch any documentaries other than like the ContraPoints video. And then most of my research was from reading a bunch of articles and stuff. Yeah, because
0: the dude who was like who part of the incel boards who identified as Love Shy in that video um, wasn't a virgin. He had had a girlfriend previously, but he just hadn't had a Mm -hmm. girlfriend for like 10, 12 years.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. The incel community is not necessarily populated by all virgins. Like a lot of these people, there's a lot of different. Uh, variations of dumb, i guess and also like jack said like while the part of the community of incels that we know the most is the worst part of it as we're going to come to find later there are shades of gray to it there are some people who are more just like i guess sad and don't know what to do with themselves unless maybe misogynistic and angry we're more just like like depressed lonely people who don't know how to have social like interactions with women because of you know insecurity and anxiety and stuff you know yeah so there's levels to this for sure but um we'll, we'll, we'll kind of explore some of that stuff as we go yeah. but it, it, there's unfortunately uh inceldom has largely kind of been taken over by the more radicalized version of it as we will see but before we get into that let's um talk about some different uh, incel terminology so we can yes. all be kind of yes. like all kind of know what we're talking so we about can speak here. their language exactly so let's start with some of the basics here so they have a bunch of different labels for different types of people within our world and the world of inceldom so first let's go over stacy's <laughs> Stacey's, yes so stacy's are basically a term used to describe very sexually attractive women who kind of are you know i don't know like they're basically just like like that. Ba- like they got a lot of Instagram like. Yeah, basic white girls. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's right, it's, the, it's the stereotype where they wear Uggs and they go to Starbucks and they like talk to their boyfriends on their phones all the time. You
2: might be thinking of Becky's actually for that one. Oh my oh shit, god!
0: Yeah, I forgot. That, that's
2: more of a Becky trait to me. Yeah, Stacey's are more kind of like they're considered like the idealized, most sexually attractive women who like only the Chads can be with. Well, now we sort now of like, gotta you know, say Chads yes yes <laughs> we'll, we'll get the chat so basically they're kind of like they're like the sorority girls they're sort of like the unattainable the like hot girl. women or whatever to like obviously all yeah i guess trigger warnings for a lot of like misogynistic horrible sort of uh, objectifying language we are yes. we're about to go into because that's a lot of what this stuff is yeah so then you have your chad which is your top-notch alpha male yep like the the strong good-looking guys who get all the girls Chisel jawline yeah the that make all the that all the women want that l- l- sort of like have like a monopoly on the sex in the world that leave all the betas and the incels uh in the mire now wait 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 yeah. wait
1: betas yeah what is that because that's a new term for me
0: yes yeah beta wait, is wait sort of you've like, actually never heard like alphas and betas
1: no, yeah. I'm just, I'm just introducing. So yeah, you but, got like your alpha
0: male, <laughs> which is like,
2: you know, like I you said, your alphas are your chads, which are your kind of like top of the line, the, the strongest of the strong, the best looking guys who get all the sex, right? Okay, yeah. Then yeah. you got your betas, which are kind of like your lessers. They're kind of the guys that like, you know, women will settle down with sort of guys. So right. you're kind of like your nice guys who, you know, are safe and whatever kind of like average dudes who, you know, end up in sort of, you know sort of convenience relationships so it's their safety net yeah so like basically yeah your stacy's and your becky's as we'll go into sort of like settle down with your betas or they're also can be known as normies too that's another sort of term that's like sort of interchangeable with betas they're sort of kind of the middle ground guy the average dude who are kind of like the safe guys that the nice guys if you will and then you have nice your be-
1: guys finish last so you
2: have your beckys which are your kind of like normal girls but they are also only into the chads they just want chads everyone only all women only want chads <laughs> and everyone else is just chopped liver and so even the, the betas and the incels can't get the beckys because they just want chads and the incels are left to be involuntary incels you know involuntarily so because the the beckys want nothing to do with them right and then of course like we already established what your incel is they're like the lowest wrong they're also sometimes known as omegas like they're (laughs) they're they're like the lowest of the low like no one will want anything to do with them because their skull's not the right shape or they have bad bone structure or they're they're you know just like terrible bodies or they're not smart enough or okay so i have a
1: quick question yes go ahead. so does this so this means that the chads mm-hmm. are also the alphas
2: yeah chads and alphas are interchangeable but you'll mostly hear uh chad i would say primarily
1: That's it's almost of- like a so it's just like a sh-
2: like putting a face
1: to the to the name
2: yeah yeah if you like do Alpha. some googling like or if you watch that contra Boys video, video are <laughs> they have these uh uh sort of like weird incel memes picked okay. in the video of like illustrations of what the chad and the stacy oh and the yeah look like. it's it's the they're pretty uh the, the, pretty the, the
0: images of the the chad and the. we'll put it on the patreon because they're like iconic um but the yeah. chad and the virgin like that original meme has been like mm. memed in every single like pop culture community ever um to yeah. to describe like like two parts of like like from for, for 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 like um for like Dragon Ball Z, right, Bobby? Yeah, yeah. It would be okay, like yeah. it would be like, oh, oh, the Chad Dragon Ball Z fan watches the original. Um like watches the like watches the original oceanic dub, you know? And then it would be like it would be like the virgin like uh Z Kai watcher or something like okay.
2: that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good 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 announcement. It's been memes pretty hard over over the ages now at this point. Um mm. we got some more terms to get through here. We got uh femoids. Oh, I which, love femoids. I've heard this.
1: I've heard this. Which is
2: basically just like uh it means women or females. Femoids and females are kind of but they won't say like women or girls mm-hmm. or whatever really. It's all females and femoids. It's meant to be this sort of dehumanizing term, right. you know.
1: I mean, this isn't the definition of like a humanoid uh, like something, that, something human-like. that's human-like. Yeah. So you've got like this girl-like creature. Right. And then they're like defacing,
0: which like. is funny because there is a specific word um, for a female robot. I can't remember what it's called, but the word the word android um, means androgynous robot. Yeah, which means like a genderless robot. And then there's words right. for a masculine and a feminine robot too.
2: See, all I ever think of is fembot from uh, Austin Powers. But <laughs>
1: okay, I got genoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. genoid. Yeah. And then the male that's one a, is... That's a
0: feminine... Is, humanoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny that they didn't Mandroid? use... Mandroid? No, it's is not. it a Mandroid? No, it's not Mandroid. <laughs> I can't are remember Are you a Mandroid user?
2: <laughs> good one. Oh, man. So oh, we got we got more terms to get through here, boys. So oh, yeah, good. So yes. we, now we have a term called mogging. Have you ever heard this Wait, one, Brent, Jack? Do you have
0: any of the um, like racially specific terms? Oh, yes, oh, we okay, do. Okay. We have... Oh, yes, okay. we
2: do, my guy. Oh, boy. There I, are different types of incels, too, that we're going to find. I don't know mogging. So Mogging is an act of eclipsing another person in terms of physical appearance or um, intelligence by and thereby undermining the incel. So say what 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 I do to Bobby
0: all the time. Right. So let's, okay. Yeah, let's okay. Say, so let's say
2: bobby's the incel and jack is to chad right yeah so bobby the incel's at a party and he's starting to try to talk to a girl or something and then ch- the chad like jack just strolls up and comes yeah. in and, like starts talking to the same girl he he's mogs you or is mogging you by like overshadowing you and making you hence no longer viable so it's kind of like the femoid because of jack's
1: chadness so it's kind of like cock blocking on steroids yeah pretty much
2: yeah, yeah that, that, that's okay. not, not a bad way to look at it. So now, like Jack had mentioned earlier, there's different incels identify themselves as different types of incels. So let's get into that. So we got height cells, which are someone who feels like they are too short or possibly too tall even. But um, basically that's the thing that causes their dumb is their height. Or you got mental cell, which is someone who suffers from mental illness or some sort of deficiency. So they feel like that's causes their in seldom or you got your drug cell someone who has a drug problem that's the causes there it's a really them. funny name <laughs> i like this one uh wrist cell someone whose wrists are too small or dainty <laughs> which means they're not a viable mate as a result are you kidding me yeah it's uh it's how pretty, specific does it get oh uh, they get pretty specific uh you got your your marriage or your marry cell which is someone who's yeah. in a sexless marriage so they're married. Oh, that, that, that almost makes them more of a normie or a beta cuck at that yeah. point. Beta cuck
1: sounds right for that one.
2: Yeah, but they some people identify as you know married cells, like they're married, but they're in a sexless marriage, so they're married cells. And of course, like we established earlier, this this uh, group, the incels, are mostly white, mostly male. So of course, there's got to be some racist reasons for inceldom too, right? So it's oh, not geez. the community is not all whites, but mainly whites. So people who find themselves um, from different ethnic backgrounds find that that's the reason why they're incels. So you got your black cell, which is someone who's black, and that's the reason why they're incels, because uh, most incels believe that uh, white people have the best chance for Chad them Because, okay. again, of these like weird things about like skull shape and bone structure, just like yeah. the white, quote-unquote, quote, white race is the most prone to being likely to be chads or okay. whatever so you got your black cells you got your rice cells oh geez I don't for asian know. incels i'm so sorry you got your curry cells oh
1: no i am so sorry i am deeply sorry for, m-
0: for middle eastern Just... and
2: indian uh uh people who are and this is
0: this is the order of like the hierarchy too like yes, like, it is. like yes. a regular white incel is is seen as more likely to to stop being an incel. Like like the quote unquote curry cells are like the bottom. Like they're seen at the very very bottom.
1: Okay, so like they're like the lowest of the low. Like yeah,
0: yeah. So like a curry nope. cell will never stop being an incel.
1: Yeah. Okay, so so a white person has the lowest chance of remaining. It in cell. Like they, yeah, they
0: they have the highest. Black cells are also sometimes referred to as um as Tyrones. Oh yeah, this is actually or maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's that's black Chads. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say
2: that's those were the last terms I was gonna get into is we had for people who happen to be able who are from other races who are able to be Chads, they are known as the black Chads are known as Tyrones, which again, I am so sorry. And then for your Asian Chads are called Changs.
1: This is yeah. horrible. And your,
2: you know, Middle Eastern <laughs> Indian uh Chads are known as Chad Preets.
1: Oh my god. So yeah,
2: the you know the misogyny and sexism wasn't enough. We also have racism in there. This too. is
1: like was this made by children? Like kids, like 14 year old kids in okay, like
0: well, no, 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 Bobby. You have to understand. This is like These are people who are twenty-five to thirty, like twenty to thirty years old, sometimes even older. I'd say sometimes
2: even younger too. Actually, yeah. Who, who,
0: for their entire life through, like, through middle school and through high school, when everyone else is interacting with girls and talking to girls, and you like are interested in girls and stuff, who have been like these people have been constantly like rejected and put down to the point where. They're so, like, beaten down that they, they, they feel like it's not their fault anymore. And that, like, since it's so bad, it had to have been, like, it has to be just the way that things are. Because otherwise, they would have found someone by now. And so, like, <clears throat> we'll also get more into it when we get into, like, like red pill, blue pill, and black pilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a, like, like,
1: I'm sorry, I'm going to be, like, frank here. What a <clears throat> narcissistic horrible, like, victimized way of thinking.
2: Well, yeah, I was gonna say, we're gonna, I, as we, ex, we're gonna explore this a little bit later, but, um, this group is obviously very, a very self-loathing type group. Right. And that self-loathing can transform into anger and outward anger, mm. obviously. But, um, before we get into more of that sort of stuff, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Oh, yes. And then when we come back, we're gonna start talking about red pilling and all that good stuff.
1: Oh, my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> hey brent yes bobby did you know that you can help support this show on patreon.com slash brain boggled podcast wait we can support this show yeah you can support the show for as little need support well no i mean you know the show doesn't need support but if you feel like giving us a little bit of well well, speaking for yourself i need support (laughs) i am in rough shape yeah brent is over here <laughs> barely standing up we, we need to help out brent so if you want to help out brent how can i help well brent for as little as one dollar a month you can get access to our special bonus episode which we call the brain bogglet wait and- we record
2: other episodes besides the main episodes oh yes
1: once a month we put just out just black out the entire time those are happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but right, you, I guess so. You, you don't remember Shit. those episodes? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you can listen to one episode per month on our Patreon. Also, mm. you get a special role on our Discord server. Dag, yo. That's a lot. For only $5 a month, you get a shout-out on the show, access to polls on our Patreon, and everything else that you get at the $1 tier. Damn, that's a
2: bargain at double the price.
1: I know. And if you go up to $10 and above, we get some pretty cool merch, like a signed poster And a special one-of-a-kind Brain Boggled t-shirt. I'm seeing that t-shirt right now, and damn, it looks good. I know. I want to wear it right this second. I'm jealous of anyone who has this. Me too. So again, go check out patreon.com slash brain boggled podcast to support this show and help Brent stand up. Yes, please. I'm in desperate need. (laughs) Hey, Brent. Yes, Bobby. Did you know that you could actually put your ad here in this spot right now? right now a spot for an ad right here. Oh, yes. If you listen to the show and you want to hear your ad on the w- Brain Boggle Podcast. Which I do. <laughs> which you obviously do. You can actually email us at brainboggledpodcast at gmail.com. Wait, Bobby, is that Podcast at gmail.com? Yes, it is, Brent. Wow, I know that email address. So, yeah, go check that out and send us an email and we'll see if uh, your company is a good fit for us on this show. Yeah. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program.
2: And we are back,
1: boys.
2: So, like I just like I said before the commercial break, let's uh, talk about the idea of red pilling.
1: Yes. Now, so. is this like related to the red pilling and blue pilling of the Matrix?
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, this yes. is definitely where the terminology comes from, and you'll see this in a lot of these sort of like sort of more extreme sort of like alt-righty type groups like we talked about this a little bit with uh QAnon. now yes. obviously their version of red pilling blue pilling is a little bit different mm-hmm. than this one um but so we'll, we'll we'll get into it it's a very similar idea so um they share this same sort of terminology and philosophy of other men's rights activist groups um but basically it goes as follows so the idea of red pilling is Basically, you—if you're red pilled—you are exposed to truth about the world, and then the truth about the world is as follows: is that women practice something called hypergamy or hypergamy, I believe it's pronounced, which is that um, women are seeking relationships above one's social status or attract- attractiveness, creating something known as the eighty twenty rule. Basically, 20 Yeah. So basically, the idea between behind that is that. Uh, 80% of the women in the world are only attracted to the highest 20% of men, the chads, and will only now,
0: be- No, 80% like, of the women are only attracted to 20, the top 20% <laughs> oh, no, no. of the world. He's I, oh, no, no. back. and so and Bernie. Me, <laughs> and me, and my people, I am once again asking for my girlfriend- <laughs> Oh, no, incel Bernie. Oh, God. Incel Bernie, no. Incel Bernie, Br- can you please leave?
2: Yeah, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. My nightmares are coming true. Um, anyways, yeah. So, yeah, incels believe in a just world in – incels believe that in a just world, people would be rated on a 1 to 10 scale, and all men would be able to match with a woman of their rating. So, you know, if you were a 5, you could match with a f- woman who is a 5, but because of hypergamy, the lower class woman only wants to date chads so that they can escape their social st- status, their social. So they want
1: to become fives by dating a five. Well, let's say the, the, the woman is a five yes. and they're looking for like an eight. Yes. If they then date up, so mm-hmm. they date the eight, mm-hmm. they're going to be pulled from a five to an eight themselves.
2: Right, they're basically looking to kind of like attach themselves to the highest possible, highest class male possible. Ride the wave, yeah. Leaving all these poor, poor incels behind with nothing, nothing to jump onto because the women don't
1: want them. And this is a one-way thing. Like it's just women to men. Like it's not like men don't try to get women out of their league. Uh,
0: You can't be both. I only date straight (laughs) tens.
2: Yeah, basically and I'm like a
0: six. Yeah,
2: Jack, it, you're
1: it, a solid seven. Come on, come on. Oh, stop
2: it, stop. it. Come on, this podcast is at
0: least an A and a half. You can't I mean, it on it the show unless you're over an 7 a and a half. <laughs> <laughs> this is so. Horrible. Oh, Bobby, we're, oh, we're gonna have to have a talk then. Oh no, I'm sorry, oh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, I'm am, sorry, my filed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that's
2: pretty fucked up. This, yeah, no, it's that's, that's my up view. Um, So yeah, again, this is all, this is like kind of horrible view of women as just like these like, you know, sort of materialistic or just like, you know, heartless creatures that just like want sex from chads and want to like elevate
1: themselves or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, let's be honest mm -hmm. for a second. Like most of these guys, I, I, I get the feeling that a lot of like, let's say you got like a guy who's like a two. And so they're saying in an ideal world, they would be paired with another two. Mm-hmm. A girl who is a two. Yeah. But let's be honest. These people, they're not looking for girls who are twos. If, if they met someone who was on their quote-unquote level in their little weird reality.
2: Which is, a whole problematic thing. Which is it's already right. a problem. No, no. A lot, lot of them, yeah. a lot
0: of them actually talk about that they would take someone who was really ugly as long as they loved them. And as long as they were only for them.
1: No, they they can talk um, all they want. And I want to see it.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. But the thing is, is the, is the point of like, the, like the 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 difference between like a misogynistic incel and someone who is just sad because they're lonely is mm-hmm. the fact that an incel can't even get a, a quote unquote one. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. It's
0: like I can't mean, get anything. They can't get they can't get anyone anything.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, again, that the whole thing is just problematic that we're just kind of like reducing people to some weird numerical value, which oh, is like yeah, super subjective sure. and stupid. Truth but, yeah. is, rating. Yeah. So they also believe in this thing known as the alpha fucks beta bucks. <laughs> Say again, alpha fucks beta bucks. You can see how that's
1: spelled there, but I mean, alpha f u x. Yeah. Fox. Beta, beta, beta bucks. B u x. Yeah. That's I should have awesome. been the Bucks B Bobby. Yeah.
2: So basically this <laughs> philosophy is that women in their twenties only date Chads and it's not until they reach their thirties. So it's just another weird insult thing that's that they believe that basically women once they hit the age of thirty are no longer like viable anymore as like partners. So that's when they will settle down for a beta to support them because they want someone who's safe and can provide for them. Mainly financially, because again, in this worldview, women are just here to take, and are just like you know horrible, you know, people or not even people, but yeah. So once feminoids, they hit, yeah, feminoids. So once they hit their thirties, they for settle for some beta, but all the while are cuck holding them with chads on the side, until eventually they'll leave the beta for the chad, leaving the beta left to support them through alimony or child support and eventually leaving the beta just destitute and alone to a life of you know sadness and loneliness
1: forever So, going back to earlier in this episode when you mentioned that not all incels are virgins Mm -hmm. this would be like a case where you have got an incel who has been with someone yeah they're still getting beta slash
2: normie until eventually they are you know cucked by the chads And then are left with nothing, and then become
1: incels again. So now, yeah, do they? Is this theory saying that the 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 woman is cheating constantly? Yes. So like, even yes. if they say they're not, yeah. like, no, so they're they're cheating. Who,
2: anyone who's not a Chad is just even if they do find someone and can, can elevate themselves to a normie, will just be cheated on the entire time. They're with this, you know, femoid by other chads they'll be cucked by chads the entire time they're together until eventually the the, the woman leaves them for the chad
1: wow yeah. I, I don't have anything to say to that yeah i that's mean this,
2: insane. yeah it's just like the circle of self-loathing and self it's just it's crazy yeah
1: very self deprecating like yeah. point of view victimizing um yeah that's now, interesting
2: Yeah, so now, again, like I mentioned some of these categories before. So there are three categories of men. Alphas, which we established for, are the chads, who are dominant men who have all the sex and with no attachments either. So chads are just like, you know... These swashbuckling dudes who are just going around fucking whatever they want. Flying through life. Yeah, and just have no relationship attachments. Then you got the normies or betas, which are, you know, we establish your cucks or whatever. <laughs> and then you have your incels who are forever alone. Now, to, alphas can either be naturally born chads, or an alpha can be someone who lifts themselves up by uh, doing being pickup artists, basically. So, like, this is the only way to possibly get out of, you know, your status into alpha dumb is by being a pickup artist.
1: So are they basically saying, like, you know, those YouTube videos of those the, the, like the game the, like, and right, like yeah. the bald guy, maybe like the like the bald guy who's like, you know, kind of ripped wearing a tight shirt. And he's like, I'm going to show you how to get women any time you want. And like then they tell you how to like pick up girls at the bar. Yeah. So if you watch these videos mm-hmm. and you practice enough. Yeah. You can become an alpha. You
2: can lift yourself up by your bootstraps out of, you know, you know beta cuckness into alpha dumb. you know? Wow. And the only other way, too, is by being rich, basically. If you can somehow become rich, then you can well, become obviously. a Chad alpha. Of course. Yeah, so, again, like, this worldview is, you know, very sad and crazy, but it gets worse. Oh. So, let's... Yo, know, I, I didn't mention blue pill. If you're a blue pill, that basically means you're just, like, blind
1: to all this.
2: Which is very similar to the way it is to QAnon. If you're right. a blue pill, you just, like, decide to be clueless to the way the world actually works. You're, like, ignorant. You're yeah, you're, you choose to be ignorant about yeah. the truth. But then there's the black pill. Okay. And, and this
1: is specific to...
2: This is specific to inceldom. So this is where it gets a little darker. So the black pill basically means... Your sexual value is genetic and cannot be changed in any way whatsoever. So for the black pill, sex is unachievable, which means that happiness is also unachievable. Because basically without sex means no happiness, which means you will forever be destined for depression and loneliness. And will and people who are black pills consider themselves LDAR, which means lie down and rot. So basically meaning that their life is pointless and hopeless and that they should just give up.
1: This is so sad because like I I know people like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That like have this point of view of themselves yeah. and it's like oh my god. Yeah. Like imagine like buying into this belief that like this is like what your life is and you have no choice. Right. Well, the
2: the funny wow. thing with these groups is that they sort of like feed into this sort of narrative, and they sort of promote it towards each other. It's it's I heard a very interesting term when I was looking into this. Basically, it was no, called a digital self harm, which is a lot of people okay. who find themselves falling into these sort of groups sort of do this almost as a way of sort of you know self harm. You know, like mm. it's the way someone might you know do cutting or right. something like that. This is sort of like a digital self harm where they almost like seek it out. For the negativity Mm. to feel bad about themselves. So like the people will like in these groups will like post pictures of themselves so that like other people within the group can tell them, like almost like reinforce this belief that they have in themselves Mm. that like they are they're worthless, horrible people. And then the people within the group will feed that and be like, Yeah, you're right, your bone structure sucks. No woman would ever want you, you're a black pill, LD, L D A R,
1: you know, it just kind of feeds into this mindset. Mm. And I wonder if they like they become like almost addicted to that in a way. Yeah, I, I can totally see it. Yeah, if they get comfort in it in yeah, some so weird like, way.
2: The, yeah, this so like the black pill group. Group, I mean, this whole group sort of falls into this, but black pills especially fall into this sort of categorization as something known as catastrophizing or fatalism, where basically meaning that you know groups like this will take something small, something that starts at a small place it will eventually lead to something way more extreme, so maybe the steps in between don't necessarily you know it, it it basically means like you know you start at one idea and then by the last point of it, it's like we're all gonna die, everything is hopeless where so where you know step one might be something like for example, um uh let's see, I'm late for work today, yeah, and so that will mean my boss is going to be mad at me which means i'm going to lose my job which means i'll never be able to get another job again which means i'm going to lose my house so this lose is my the wife snowballing i'm going to lose my kids i'm going to be homeless starving on the street and dead so like wow. the steps in between like each step by step maybe can make sense but the point a to point z are so extreme that it's just like that if you took a rational look at that it's crazy. That's, that's You're going way too far, right. you know? And I think, like, this is something probably most people can relate to in some form For or sure. another. sure, yeah, I know definitely. I've done sort of these, these sort of mental processes in my head where I was like, man, I really fucked that up. Now, you know, everything's ruined, and it's never going to be able to get fixed again, and I fucked everything up. It's just like
1: over-worrying.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like, and it's called catastrophizing. And yeah. so this group very much so does the same thing. So, you know, they'll be like, you know, because I'm, you know, like I, this person rejected me. So it means I'm ugly, which means that, you know, no person could ever be attracted to me and love me. And it's like, I was just born this way. Like, there's nothing I can do to change it. So I'm just completely hopeless and there's no
1: point in even trying anymore. I'm just better off dead. Could it be something as small as like, you're in the grocery store and you look at like an attractive girl walking by, and they don't look back at you, then it's like, they didn't look at me, and then you overthink, and it's like... Yeah, no,
2: absolutely. Um, And, like, these communities, the black belt community, will do things, they'll, like, basically post, like, memes like this to sort of like reinforce these mindsets and some of it is even called thing as far as sui fuel basically means suicide fuel oh no so like some of the examples i saw were like the, it was just like one picture in the contrapoints video where it's like a picture of like a room full of girls at a party all looking back at the camera disgusted mm. it's like it's like this is like in the the caption of something like life as a black pill or whatever Wow. It's just, like, going into your room and, like, everyone's just looking at
1: you like you're this disgusting, you know, Ugh. monster or whatever. And that is not a joke. I mean, you know, suicide prevention line, 1-800-273-8255. Seriously, yeah, you need help,
2: it, it's scary there's stuff. help out there. So, like, in in her video, in ContraPoint's video, she, like, laid out an example of, like, how the black pill will... You know, think about this. So like step one would be like experience of rejection or isolation. Step two, you're unattractive to women. Step three, you will never be attractive to any woman. Step four, you will be forever alone. Step five, you'll always be unhappy. Step six, women did this to you. Seven, feminism empowered women to do this to you. Step eight, the social trends that made this possible are only getting worse. Step nine, humanity itself is doomed. Step ten, your only option is to lie down and rot. So this is sort of like the mindset that these sort of like incel groups, particularly the black pill version of it, sort of come to fruition, if you will. And you can see how step one, you know, experience rejection or isolation. That's, you know, we've all probably experienced that at some point or another. But then to have, you know, step 10 be you should die or a very very extreme response to that, you know.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like everyone who's gone through a breakup has felt that one point, like, especially if you've been broken up with, sure, you know, like, has, has gone through the, like, oh, well, now I'm never going to find anyone again. You know, at least for, like, a day. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, it's when it, you know, it yeah, doesn't when you're, stop.
1: When you're, like, into, like, when you're in a relationship with someone, you have tunnel vision for a while, especially if it ends poorly. Um, and then, you know, one thing that I'm hearing that, like, uh, It sounds like a very natural human thing It's like when people get like broken up with or a relationship ends, people like to sulk. It's just like one of those things where you kind of like need to sulk. You know, I remember in high school, like anytime there was heartbreak, you listen to like Blink-182 uh, self-titled album, full blast in your car, and you just like... You love being sad. You oh, just sure. need to be sad. Oh, sure. I had a sadness playlist for sure. Yeah, like, everyone had, had that.
2: Had yeah. my, except in my day, it was a a burnt CD <laughs> of like all my sad songs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mine was mine was one of those. Uh, mine was my playlist on my phone, right? But I had to plug it into one of those like aux cord to like tape player yeah, yeah, yeah. things sure. for the car. Um, but I think the difference here between like regular healthy breakup sulking and the black pill community within incels is that it just never ends it seems like it just like and keeps it, going it fuels itself because it's a yeah. whole community of
2: people who are feeding into it and also reinforcing like your encouraging. own mindset yeah and they're it, encouraging these sort of thoughts and stuff and it becomes more it's almost like you know here, here, here's like an example like if you find like say you and I are talking and it turns out we both like really like the same movie right mm. My feelings about that movie might be pretty just like mild at first and you're like oh wait hold on you also really like Star Wars episode 9 or whatever mm-hmm. I really like that movie too Yeah you know what that part is really great you know what this is maybe the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen and then and maybe, that just no, keeps maybe objectively there is no better Star Wars movie and it just gets more and more extreme yeah. cuz you are feeding into each other's mm-hmm. sort of like Mindsets on the thing because at yeah. first you might be like, "Yeah, I like that movie; it's good," but then like you start talking to a group of people who feel the same way mm. as you do, odds are your opinion on that thing is going to be elevated, yeah, by the discourse. You know, because just naturally we tend to, you know, mm. like get more enthusiastic about a thing if maybe you get to find like-minded people you you might get
1: too deep into it and then at that point it's like well you know i can't back down now if i told brent i didn't like star wars episode nine (laughs) what would he just say
2: (laughs) yeah you know so and then unfortunately when you have something a group like this that's based around self-loathing and hatred of other people and this sort of feeling of like it's the world the way it's built that's holding you down you know institutions are keeping you in this place of hat you know like no happiness, sexless life. Then that's when you can start to get into some really dangerous places. When you start thinking in those sort of like fatalistic termino- terms, you know, and that's when we get to. Oh, there's more. The darker, the really dark side oh, here. There's
0: so there's so much more.
1: With I thought we were at the bottom of the barrel here. This
0: is where um. it gets worse. No, by by finishing the explanation of Blackpill, we basically just... We finished explaining pretty much the beliefs and, like, the sort of mentality of the group. Yes. And now there's this whole other side of how that manifests itself with with actions in the real world. Yeah.
2: Um, Which we now have to get to this part of the episode, which is the part that is not going to be fun at all, which is talking about acts of violence and terror as a result of the incel community. Oh. So... Unfortunately, like a lot of these groups, because there's, you know, a lot of misogyny and racism involved, it kind of, and they end up overlapping with a lot of other other alt-right um, hate groups and white supremacist groups, hmm. which, again, radicalizes these people even more. Yeah. And the first attributed acts of uh, terror slash mass killing done by an incel happened um, May 23rd of 2014 by a guy named Elliot Roger. Who killed oh, yeah. six people and injured 14 others before killing himself in Isla Vista, California, near the campus of University of California, Santa Barbara. So, Rogers, or Roger, I should say, um, identified himself as an incel and left behind a 137-page manifesto and YouTube videos detailing his involuntary celibacy and discussed how he wanted revenge for being rejected by women.
1: Oh, so, man. Are these videos, like, on YouTube? I don't know if they still are at a
2: point. They're there. on the internet. They're st- they're, they're st-
0: certainly still out
2: there. Yeah, basically. So let's go into some of the details of this one because basically this event sort of sparks the powder keg that's caused many other events. So we won't go into all the details of all these other examples I have, but um, this one I feel like is at least somewhat important to kind of because of what it what it sparked. It's like the first. This is sort of big like, one. yeah, yeah. So. So it started where um, Roger stabbed three men to death in his apartment, apparently one by one on their arrival to the building, basically just like waiting for people to enter the building and then just stab them to death. So approximately three hours later, he drove to a sorority house, but failed to gain access. He then shot three women outside the building, two of which died. He then next drove past a nearby deli and shot to death a male student who was inside He then began to speed through Isla Vista, shooting and wounding several pedestrians and striking several other people with his car. Then Rogers exchanged gunfire with police and twice during the attack received non-fatal gunshots to himself, where eventually he, you know, committed suicide. So, after all, during all this, right after murdering the three men by stabbing at his apartment building, he had made, um and uploaded a YouTube video to um, his channel called Elliot Rogers Retribution, um, in which he uh, outlined details of his upcoming attack and his motives. He explained that he had wanted to punish women for rejecting him and punish sexually active men because he envisioned, because he uh, envied them. After uploading the video, Rogers emailed a lengthy autobiographical manuscript of some of his acquaintances to some of his acquaintances, his therapists, and several other family members, called the twisted world the story of Elliot Rogers. So, yeah, not great.
0: Yeah, it. We, I always thought it was so weird because if you look at a picture of Elliot Rogers, he's like um, a, a, a he's, handsome,
2: kind of normal-looking yeah, young guy. Yeah,
0: he is very much like above-average attractiveness, um, which. Like, it just goes to show that it's not like, like, people who are incels, it really is like purely a mindset thing.
2: No, it absolutely, uh-huh. no, you're absolutely right, Jack. It definitely is. Cause I mean, obviously, like, this kind of very shallow point of view that they have on the world is, you know, obviously kind of like diluted and there's like a, there's a lot of just like self-feeding within the community. You know, people seek this out, you know, who feel rejected or whatever, which is something that most people go through at some point in their lives. But then they kind of like get steeped into this world that's like feeds that sort of mindset. And so someone who could be a very normal looking, you know, person who could easily have a romantic life if they wanted to, if they like kind of like you know dug themselves out of these like horrible viewpoints of the world Mm. you know can easily get entrenched into this sort of thing now also like i said you know mentioned the therapist obviously um this particular guy elliot roger did have a history of some mental illness too yeah which doesn't help for sure yeah that certainly doesn't help but unfortunately this horrible act of violence sparked um more violence as a result and sort of kicked off what the incel community sort of considered sort of like a revolution in their eyes. So, 2015, a guy named Chris Harper Mercer killed nine people and injured eight others before killing himself at um, Mkwa Community College in Rosenberg, Oregon. He left a manifesto on the scene also outlining very similar things and um, quoted you know are cited um inspiration from Elliot Rogers as a result wow so it's like a direct influence
0: 2018
2: oh uh, go ahead yeah yeah
0: oh i was just going to say elliot like for a lot of the more radical um members of the of this of the group um elliot rogers is like the hero he's like the he's like a folk figure
2: yeah he, he, he you'll often see this uh, term thrown around as, like, they'll refer to him as, like, the Supreme Gentleman, because this is, like, a phrase he used to describe himself within his video bef- that he released to YouTube right before he went on uh, to continue his killing spree.
1: The Supreme Gentleman. The supreme gen-
2: because, yeah, there's you'll, you'll hear this sort of stuff a lot from the intel community, and sometimes just from guys in general, the sort of, like, nice guy syndrome, where it's like, yeah. I'm, you know, the nice guy who finished last, you know, because...
1: Because what nice guys do, you know, is, is go around killing people, right?
2: Yeah, but it's also this, there's this sort of defeatist mentality where I feel like a lot of, that happens a lot, not just in incel communities, but with men in general, where they feel rejection, and they're like, but I'm so nice, Well, I was so nice yeah. to this person, how could they reject me, how could yeah. they not be sexually yeah. attracted it, to me when I was nice to them, there's this like, entitlement, it's not, you know?
0: It, yeah, yeah, it's not that nice guys go around killing people, it's... Nice guys who, after years and years of not getting what they quote unquote deserve for being yeah. such a good person, right? As a result of that oppression, quote unquote, they go they they break,
1: they snap. It's kind of it's kind of reminds me of the um the saying that you hear a lot, like oh well, if you got to know me, like you you'd love me, you know, right? Like that kind of thing where they they have this mentality where. If someone just gave them a chance, right. they would prove that yeah, they're and, worthy. I mean, and it's,
2: it's just like this whole, I mean, it's, it's a a terrible mindset because it just like t- treats you know, the other person as if they're just like a object to be obtained who's not well, also a human being with their own emotions and thought, right. thoughts and feelings. You can't control other people's thoughts and feelings. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is it, it it's kind of terrible to say, but they're not, you know a hundred percent wrong, especially in twenty twenty with the when with the advent of apps like Tinder and Bumble and stuff like that, where you have a series of images and a few short sentences to convey an entire person with the hopes of connecting to someone emotionally and romantically mm-hmm. you know, and so it's really easy to get beaten down in a, in a, in a culture that is so that, 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 that kind of dating is so integral to like people, my age, um, and, and Bobby's age and, 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 and this, the, this kind of thing, because like it, it, a lot of times it is just like, I, I go on the apps all the time and sometimes I won't even read the bio. I'll just like, you just, yeah. you just look at someone and you determine whether or not you want to continue a relationship with someone based on this, this very little information and just how they look. Um, and so like I can su- understand that part of why they would, of why they would believe like, c- cause there is such a, a, an importance on who the person is without what they look like, but you can't, you can't get that. I don't know how to finish this point. No, but you well, know what I, I mean, I know exactly what
1: you're talking about. And on the it's other tricky, side of it, you know? on the other side of it, like mm-hmm. it's not just um, like that's a really good point, Jack. Um, but you know, talking about our society and the way things are today, like Tinder literally uses like a rating system mm-hmm. where they will rate you based on how many matches you get and how many swipes you get. Yeah, and so they'll they'll match you with people who are the same rating as you. Right, and so like the idea. The idea like the general initial ideas of this aren't necessarily like super crazy, and that's why it's so dangerous because I think like what we were talking about, when you start to go down that rabbit hole, yeah it's like it starts off as a sane thought, like something that's just like oh well i'm so I'm a nice guy and like i I don't understand why so many girls don't give me a chance it's like it's it's making that decision to to sort of walk down that road of self deprecating like self-loathing um you know just this constantly having negative thoughts about yourself that's where the danger begins i think because you start to get into that community Mm -hmm. where like you were saying earlier brent everyone's just kind of like building upon it and like Mm -hmm. making it worse and worse
2: yeah it's this really interesting sort of like like psychological thing like uh uh Natalie from uh, ContraPoints, like, I, I know I said we weren't gonna dive into this too much, but she like compared it to like similar groups for like trans communities. Yeah. Where it's like, there are these like uh, 4chan forums for like, I think it's called TTT. It's like a, a 4chan <laughs> subgroup or whatever you call a 4chan subgroup. I don't know. It's a, not like a subreddit, obviously. Like but, a thread or Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. For people who are like in the middle transitioning, but this like community is specifically on sort of negativity towards each other so like people you know like post pictures of themselves and then like the other people could be like oh yeah you definitely shouldn't transition there's no way you could ever pass as a man you know you know and then like the people who post it will be like yeah you're right you know it's almost like it's this weird psychological thing where i feel like a lot of us do this where like we want to believe the worst in ourselves yeah like we can't possibly see positive in ourselves so like we like seek out the negative things that other people might say because it like reinforces our own insecurities or our own thoughts Mm -hmm. about ourselves so like these people will like go out there seeking that because they can cannot possibly see any other point of view as being the truth you know Mm -hmm. or that truth can be subjective and for different people you know Mm -hmm. everyone can see things different ways but they are purposely seeking out people to be negative towards them because that's what they believe about themselves so they want that reinforced right. it's that digital self-harm again
1: right yeah that's so interesting yeah. yeah it's it's yeah it's rough man it's rough but yeah it's very it sounds very unhealthy
2: uh, yeah i would <laughs> I would say the least and as a result we got more mass shootings to get through oh, here back to that yeah and so this one <laughs> i know we've all heard of it's the uh parkland shooting from mm-hmm. Florida, uh Nicholas Cruz, who killed seventeen people and injured seventeen others at uh the Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, California, uh what had posted online saying Elliot Rogers will not be or Elliot Roger will not be forgotten. Again, going back to this guy back in 2014 who was a sort of like first linked incel, you know, mass murder. And then 2018 again in April, we have um Alec Manazian, who killed 10 people and injured 14 others by driving a car into a group of people in Toronto. You may have heard about this one, too. Shortly after the attack, uh, Manazian had posted to Facebook saying that the Incel Rebellion has already begun. And then, so, there's, like, there's a bunch more that I I didn't bother to put in my doc here. But um, if you go to the the, uh, Wikipedia page, there's a bunch. And... In January of 2020, uh, Texas uh, Department of Public Safety basically warned that incels are an emerging domestic terrorist threat. Yeah. And that's kind of where we are now. So as a result, you know, a lot of places like Reddit have uh, deep platformed or a lot of these communities like, um, you know, r slash incel, r slash brain cell. Which, you know, but Brain a bunch. Cell was active up until like. I think um, it's very recently they've been deplatformed.
0: Yeah, it was like halfway through 2019. Because yeah. that was like the last. There, there were like a ton of subreddits for all different kinds of incels. Mm-hmm. Um, because, but they all got deactivated by the amount of violence and misogyny. And Brain Cells was the, like the last one on Reddit that was left. Right. Um, and I remember I would go there sometimes and like just look through. And it wasn't, it was way less explicitly. It was way less explicitly outwardsly violent, but there was still a lot of, like, self-hatred within mm-hmm. the community. Um, and I guess it eventually um, probably just grew to get more violent, and that's why it got removed.
2: Yeah, and I think with just, like, the public nature of how many, like, mass murders have happened as a result, a lot of online communities have sort of, like, pushed back by deplatforming, because I think it's gone to show that a lot of times deplatforming does help, you yeah. know? If you don't have a place to kind of, like, latch onto these horrible thoughts and have a community of people reinforcing them you're less likely to get
1: um um radicalized as yeah, a result correct me if i'm wrong um you're wrong okay thank sorry you. i needed some levity for a second there. <laughs> been rough. so so like now this just kind of comes into my head like you know i've heard a, a lot of a, about you know these terrorist acts um and is it just me or or is this not really very well documented? Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know. I shouldn't say well documented. It should, I should say like, um, just well known that this is where a lot of these acts of violence are coming from is the, no, incel- I think it's, I,
0: th- I think it's pretty well known. It is. Yeah. I feel
1: yeah. like a lot of times after an act of violence, like a terrorist act of violence, you see a lot of people say like, Oh, well, it's like, you know, the video games and people are. No, that's so, that's so. That's definitely like, more. Like archaic. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's definitely more of like a mainstream sort of uh, narrative. I, I see that narrative a lot of like conservative politicians trying to yeah. push that because a lot of yeah. times when these sort of things happen, usually the big conversations around, you know, like guns and that yep. sort of stuff and should we put tighter restrictions on them? Yeah. And then, you know, the naturally, then the conversation, you get you know, more the liberal side saying like, we need to control the guns more. And then the uh, conservative side pushes back and says, this is mental health or this is video games I'm trying to blame it on something else other than that. Oh, all right.
0: Well, I was just going to say, I think it's pretty understood now though, that like, at least by like, ma- like obviously not the like m- mainstream sensationalist kind of stuff, but like when, when there's a tragedy, like a, like a mass shooting, it's, it's it usually boils down to well, what kind of person would do this. Um, and you know they're like i don't I don't wanna say every, but almost every you know school shooter or public mass shooting in the in the last few years even it has has been white has been of this this teenage to to young adult. Age group has been a socially like every single time you interview like they interview students or people who knew them it was they were socially awkward they were an outcast they didn't really talk to much people which is all like it, it all that stuff lines up with incels they just, they're just not calling them incels because it, it would probably be unfair to like say that to 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 a solidifying group of of people who especially if someone didn't outwardly identify as an incel for the media to label them as an incel. Yeah, I I think I think could be really detrimental.
2: Yeah, plus I mean I would say incel has kind of become more of like a mainstream thing now as a result of how many of these actions have yeah, been specifically sure. attributed to inceldom as because this is a, like the really extreme sort of black pill communities and stuff have sort of talked about this sort of like incel revolution where they're you know. Some of them go as far as just saying that you know, the the idea is to kill all women or to kill all Chads. You know, it's it gets really extreme. And then this doesn't even go into the aspect of it of like how many suicides are happening as a result. You know, it's a lot hard to find as much information on that. But increased level of suicide and also increased level of sexual assaults too, which um it's been there's been a lot of posts about it, and it's hard to say how many of the posts are real or just you know sort of like shop talk for, yeah, for incels but there's been a lot of conversations about sexually assaulting women so it's impossible for it all to be you know zero percent of it is real you know yeah so obviously there's like an element of that too because like we established earlier some of the extremer views believe that the ra- rape is justified you know in these communities so oh. yeah
1: Oh, it's, that got very dark, yeah.
2: Yeah, That that's, I've been sort of dreading doing this episode because of some, yeah. this, some of this darker stuff, but I also feel I like it's important it to so, talk about it. It is, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah I find something. them so, like, fascinating mm-hmm. in, like a, like, a morbidly fascinating kind of way. Yeah,
2: because, um, I mean, the thing is, like, it's sad to say, but, like, I can look back at my younger self and see elements of this sort of mindset in myself when I was a younger person yeah you know that sort of like self-loathing and like being woe was me mm-hmm. you know being rejected and feeling like I was worthless and had like, no chance at happiness like I've felt that way before in my life and I don't know had there been a group like this out there could I have gun wrapped up into it maybe i don't know i would like to think that at heart i'm a pretty empathetic person and the more misogynistic and racist parts of it wouldn't have gone to me but like i've felt that mindset before so Mm -hmm. like i I, as much as like this stuff is scary and like you hear this and it's like these people are crazy or you know these people are you know disgusting and horrible i can also sort of see how you can get there it's not Mm -hmm. just like a i you know maybe for some of these people they immediately jump to you know misogyny and racism or whatever but i feel like for a lot of people it's you know like a slow boil you know it's sort of like a boiling of the frog situation like where it's like the water starts off cool and you don't realize that you're being boiled to death until it's too late you you know that's a really good
1: point it kind of going back to last week's episode where we talked about in what way are you a flat earther Mm -hmm. you know thinking about sort of this aspect of it you Mm know there are times where even now in my life i'm like oh, like, I'm jealous because this, you know, this girl likes this guy and, mm-hmm. like, what's wrong with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, sometimes you you don't really think about it, but it's like the difference between a, just a thought that you feel is normal mm-hmm. and going down this rabbit hole mm-hmm. is actually closer than you might think. And yeah. it's like, I think we all need to take a step back and realize that, we're all humans, we all have emotions, yeah. everyone feels things about themselves, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't blame the way the world is, mm-hmm. necessarily or the way people are for problems you might have. You should take responsibility for some of your own problems sometimes but just yeah, more empathy towards yourself, towards yes. other people yourself and- I think it's a big part of it is towards yourself yeah yeah and, it, and, and other people obviously
2: right It's it's <laughs> it, it can be really tough because I feel like. I don't know, like, there's also, I don't know, I feel like some, like, weird self-imposed sort of, self-imposed misogyny where it's, like, as a man, Mm. you can't express your emotions or, like, you know. You're not supposed to cry. Yeah, and or just, like, you know, these sort of, like, normal feelings of rejection and stuff, you kind of, like, bottle it up and don't, like have a healthy way of discussing it with other people because it's normal. Literally everyone, not just men, all people experience this sort of stuff. And, you know.
0: Yeah, we haven't even talked about cells.
2: Yeah, I know. There are some women who identify as incels too. It's a much smaller fraction.
0: Surprise, surprise, rejected by the mainstream incel community. Yes, of course, because it's largely misogynistic. (laughs) Funny
1: though, you go back to the beginning where it was originally kind of coined by a woman
2: yeah again like and that started from a place of empathy and support and so i feel like maybe the moral of the story is seek out empathy and support as opposed to you know like anger Mm. and self-loathing
1: because empathy is a very underrated very powerful tool mm -hmm. i think we all need to practice a little bit more um yeah i completely agree so
2: so yeah that's incels that's what i got um I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts or feelings you'd like to express. I don't know how to feel.
1: I feel bad that it exists. I also feel Um, good that I'm not part of it.
0: (laughs) Like I feel like we should uh, watch the uh, Joker so that we can we can talk about the Joker for this week's bonus pod.
1: Honestly, it's kind of relevant to this conversation. I feel like in a little bit of a way.
0: Well, yeah. There's a lot of. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll seek it out. I'm sure I can
1: find it somewhere on in the internet. We'll I haven't it. seen it either, so yeah. it's me and Brent's kind of... You haven't like, seen it either? No, I, I've been meaning to. I just don't go to the theater, and so I'm just like waiting yeah, for it to Yeah, I think it's, kinda... it's out of theaters now, but maybe it's on demand. Maybe I think on Amazon.
0: it's for sure out of I theaters. I think it's on
1: PS4, the whatever... PS4 that, store or whatever. Yeah, I think I saw it the other day. But, we'll figure uh, it out.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll get our hands on a copy somehow.
1: Yeah, so if you want to listen to our bonus episodes, because we've got a bunch already out there, you can go listen to them now. Uh, you can actually become a Patreon. By going to patreon.com slash Boggled podcast.
2: Must <laughs> forget that part. It's brainboggled podcast.
1: And if you, uh, you know, you can go to brainboggledpodcast.com. We've got our Patreon linked there as well. And if you become a Patreon for literally $1 a month, per month, you can listen to all of our bonus content. We've mm-hmm. got a ton of bonus apps, including this one that we're going to do on Joker. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, stay tuned for that.
2: Definitely yeah we got we do a lot of fun stuff we do like star wars we have our star wars rankings up there we also did like the newest star wars movie we did um interstellar in case you've listened to the old episodes and heard all our goddamn interstellar (laughs) references all the time you can hear us actually give our thoughts on
1: that movie yeah Um, and i mean if you become a patreon you'll have the the ability to communicate with us directly and you know give us some suggestions for your own ideas for mini pods yeah absolutely little boglets for sure
2: all right, yeah, I think that's oh. it for this. Yeah, I know I'm spent after that yeah. one. So, I,
1: <laughs> good for, good job on the research, though, Brent. Well, yeah, that's it, a lot. it was
2: a lot, but I, I I feel like I really like doing these kind of episodes too because I feel like it it this is stuff that's like happening right now that's real that we can all look at and see happening and sort of connect to other things that are going on because like all this stuff is really weirdly interconnected. Like these same my st- sets we see with things like QAnon or um gamergate which is something we'll talk about in a future episode like these these oh. like same communities yeah are, like all kind of like intertwine with one another and sort of feed into one another and sort of cuz cr- like I feel like in the last like 4 years like a lot of us kind of look at the world and say what the hell just happened right. like it feels like overnight all of a sudden like a switch flipped and like things just became crazy but the truth is this stuff has been boiling broiling under the surface for a long time yeah and we're just seeing sort of like the results of that now and so i really like yeah. kind of diving into that and exploring like yeah. where these things come
1: from and you it's know? important to do that because you look back at, you know in history and you say like 100 years ago it's like how could they have believed that at the time and it's like well now we have you know like us specifically we have a platform to talk about it let's talk about these things yeah. you know let's be aware of of what's going on while it's happening, so we can maybe make more positive change um or show. stuff, yeah.
2: Sorry, wasn't
0: very funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, there, you know, we had like one or two jokes yeah. in there. Kind of yeah. a tough thing to joke about.
0: Yeah, not not like sell Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that, that was great. a good one. That
1: was yeah. a great <laughs>
2: meme. Maybe that will be the meme for this week. Incel Bernie Sanders. I think I'm
1: gonna just make that right after we finish recording this pod. That sounds great.
2: All right, I think we're signing off now. Thanks for listening,
0: everybody. Yep. <laughs> thanks guys. I love you. Yes.